Hello, hello, hello. Beautiful people. What up? On the on the podcast webs. Yish. I have uh Tracy Campbell. Yo yo. The legend from Ventura. Come on. As well, technically know. I'm from Georgia. Georgia. I've been living in Ventura Vent- for about almost 10 years. Yeah, you're from Ventura, but I appreciate you throwing in Georgia That's there. That's fair. Good little shout out. Come on. Um cool. How do you feel? Dude, I feel great. Thank you for having me. Find me up. Yeah, just, Tracy's in Portland. I am in well, yeah, Vancouver, Portland. Vancouver, Portland. My <laughs> third time here, I think. In the but like I've not had I've not spent an immense amount of time mm-hmm. here, so I'm really really happy to be here. Yeah, you're here for a week. Right? I know. You're, it's great. You're here for a week. I'm excited. I uh, was talking to him and I don't know. Do you think I was joking when I said come up? When you first said it, I wasn't entirely sure if you were <laughs> If, I mean, it was a 50-50 oh, okay. chance that you might have been serious like, or you might have been joking. Yeah, yeah. But that I kind of like hinted months, towards... Ago, yeah. He's probably a bit more serious than he is joking. <laughs> I like it. It's been a minute. You'll, 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 you've had a knack for being completely serious with a smile that would mislead someone into believing that you're joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People usually don't know if I'm joking or if I'm serious. 100%. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of a blessing, kind of not. Mm. At least people always take me seriously. Do you do it on purpose? No, I just don't know how to change it. Got it's it. a lot because you have to change how your cheeks move. You have to change like how you say things. Like, so you basically have to move your face. <laughs> I have just, <laughs> I have, I have a, I have what you would call a resting. Oh, look I on see. my face. I see. There well, are there are ways to say it. Yes, <laughs> that we're we just. We're not going to use here, but I would, I mean, you have a really, you have a good face. I know I have a good face. I'm just saying that it rests a certain way Mm. and that comes across as intimidating sometimes. Wow. Though everyone knows I'm not intimidating if you know me. No, you are a teddy bear. Thanks. Thanks. Um, You were my teddy bear and when I, in 2017, you were my teddy bear. That's kind of strange. I was not, but I was your RD yeah. and your RA. Tracy was my RD and my RA. And resident would, director and, for whoever does not know what RD yeah. stands for and resident advisor when Israel was a Bible and, college student. And, and the most honoring way to say this, <laughs> his nickname was never there, Tracy. Okay, so I did not know that was my nickname until right now. So thank you for so he shedding would, some light on that. Yeah, so... He was our, our, so he lived with us. And so 2 a.m. would, he'd be, he'd, <laughs> okay. he'd be out, he'd be out partying up with his. That with, is a completely, okay, let me not just, not entirely true. Let, let me just share my part of the story okay, without, yep. without being interrupted. All right, all right. So right. he would, it'd be weekdays too. So he would go out, he'd go out to town with his, whatever, quote unquote, ministry, hanging out with his friends. And uh, he'd roll up. I'm in bed already by this time. He rolls up like around 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Obviously, our curfews are like 11, so he pulls up past curfew. And uh, we'll just get like 20 text messages at like 2 a.m. because people wouldn't clean their dishes. That's what I remember. That's what you remember. That's what I remember. That is the story that you remember. (laughs) Yeah, that and the fact that I passed out and was having like those little seizures or whatever. And you were like, why are you joking? You thought I was joking. (laughs) <laughs> you thought I was messing around. Okay, so. No, guys, I actually was bleeding internally for three days and okay. almost died. Okay, a couple things. One, curfew was 12 a.m., not 11 p.m. Two, I never came home at 2 a.m. The latest I came home was about 1.15 a.m. Pretty close. Three, <laughs> when you did have those moments, I could not tell if you were serious or not because you had a knack yeah. for crying mm-hmm. wolf. And so I would Did never, I? I could not, I could not tell. What was one time I cried what, wolf? I'm so well, curious. like for instance, when you, when you would exclaim that you did do the dishes and then you would pretend that you were upset with me for calling you out for <laughs> thinking that you didn't do them, but then you would say, I'm just kidding. I'm not really being serious. It's like, okay, well, I didn't know if you were being serious or not being serious. So <laughs> it just, I didn't, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't decipher, but you did, you did bleed internally for a couple of days, but thankfully you're still here. I so did. Did, not I did. All Praise because... Mark, Mark Callan, our other roommate, saved me because we watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy that year and he was the, he knew. That is true. You guys did. He knew. Come on. The Lord he says knew. you shall live and not die. Come on. Praise <clears> the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what nine seasons of Grey's Anatomy will do for you in Bible college. Wow. Yeah. You all watch nine seasons. Nine seasons in like a month, I think. Did you learn a lot? I, I, I did. From Bible college. No, but <laughs> <laughs> I got straight A's though. Wow. <laughs> 
Praise but to be honest, Lord. think about this. Like, I got really good grades in Bible college. Pro- I probably had the best grades, if I'm being honest, because mm. I, I had like over. Not that that's a saying much in Bible college, but yeah, but I didn't. I don't remember anything. Were you the best friend in probably Bible not. college? No, probably not. <laughs> Were you the best RA? Okay, in Bible so Bible college, probably not. But I did. We, I did learn some great, valuable lessons. Yeah, we had. Our, we had. We probably had the best house. We did. Undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. But that question, the were you a great friend question, leads into our topic at hand. Oh. You know, about oh. friendship. One of my favorite subject matters ever. He's a natural. Come on. I would have never said that. <laughs> I've done this a couple of times. Yeah, it sounds like it. You're pretty famous, right? You've been on no, uh, quite not. a couple big podcasts. And, and you have big names reaching out to you. So, guys. <laughs> what? Tracy... Is up and com- he's been coming, but he's up and coming with what big things? Because well, acting, big is that things, what you're talking about? Big oh. things, big things. Come on, whatever. I'm open. I'm willing mm-hmm. and open. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. He's taken. He's by been, the Lord. By the Lord. Yes. And other things, maybe. Um, okay. So yeah, friendship. Yes. Um, friendship. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> Let's talk about the thing that we don't talk about. Yeah, it's true. We don't talk about it. Yeah. I remember for me, friendship. So I, I've had like a group of friends for like, you know, you have friends and you can be like, we've been friends for this long. And it's funny. You could be friends with someone for like four years. I think for me personally, I had been friends with like two specific people. And I remember like two years went by and like where we have history and history is a big part of friendship. Like it, it solidifies it. Um, but then you look back on it like two years in, like you have these seasons where you kind of look at things from more of like an abstract view and you're like, okay, like, how's everything going? Like, is this what I thought it would be? Is this where it should be? And I remember like, you're friends for two years and like we've grown on the his- history and physical level as far as like relationally, we've been hanging out, we've been spending yeah. time together. But for me, I think uh, we never actually ever hit like the spiritual aspect. And mm. that doesn't mean like worship nights and just praying for each other. But I think that meant more on like the intimate level of sharing what you're going through. Mm -hmm. So for me, that had always been the difficult part of any friendship was sharing anything about anything. Right. And we'll spend four or five hours with each other and we'll, you know, two, three times a week. And then you won't even, you know, people ask, how are you doing? And it's like, oh, I'm good. And you're like, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm good. And then you go back to life and you never actually touch on the real stuff hmm. because the real us or the real me is going through things hmm. every day. So every time I say, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm doing good. Like, uh, you know, I'm really, I'm cheating myself out of relationship every single time, hmm. cheating myself out of friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think like definitely f- first three years of my Christian walk, I had stolen a good like three years of friendship, good quality friendship that I could have had mm-hmm. with people that I was close to. Yeah. So that was kind of that's interesting an area for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I so love the conversation about friendship because it is, again, like I said kind of earlier, it's such an undercommunicated topic, especially in the body of Christ. It's almost as if it's not important or it's not as essential when in essence, I mean, it's extremely essential to the quality of life that we live. I mean, I believe that friendship ultimately awakens you to the life of Christ that's in you, you know, so having people in your life and friends that can help you become even more aware of who you already are in Jesus is so necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I, there was more revelation that came to me over the course of time, especially over the past few years. I'd say like years prior, I was a pretty good friend, but I didn't really understand what it meant to be a friend as Jesus is a mm-hmm. friend um, until I created space for more intimacy with Jesus, for him to awaken me to what it means to function like him in friendship. Mm-hmm. Um because you see that there are so many different like hierarchies in the body of Christ, like marriage being the pinnacle of all relationships. And that actually isn't true. 
you know, you have marriage and you also have friendship equal in the eyes of God, mm-hmm. their expressions and outlets just look different. It doesn't make one greater than the other. It doesn't make one lesser than. It just makes their expressions different because the body of Christ and the bride of Christ are inseparable, but they look different um, and they're treated differently and they operate differently. And so I think that um, a big thing that we need right now is for believers, young and old, to really look at the life of Jesus and how he modeled relationships um, and really begin to operate in that manner because we were created to. Mm-hmm. Those are some solid points, Tracy. You're a solid point person, Israel. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah, it definitely is not talked about. No. I think that's that's a big issue. Totally. And then you have culture, for instance, like we have like the culture that we live in outside of just our heavenly culture as believers, but the culture of the world, mm-hmm. um, which of course there's a governance of darkness over it, but there's such an inundation of, you know, marriage and romance, mm-hmm. not even just marriage, but romance and like independence and finding the one. And if you find the one, then your life's complete. And then you get to continue living in that completion until they break up with you. Then you're incomplete and you need to find somebody mm-hmm. else. So it's kind of crazy that we inundate people with a lot of this nonsensical, um, uh, these nonsensical narratives about romance that don't set anyone up for success relationally mm-hmm. in any capacity. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why the the divorce rate yeah. in the church, but also in the world, are astronomically the same. Yeah. They're tantamount. Well, um, wasn't that funny how um, what, the, what the world will do is it'll twist what God created, which is marriage, to be always. such a perfect thing, right? Yeah. You know, the... the like the simple phrase of like, you find the one and you find completeness. Right. And what completeness says is like, the meaning behind it would be is that you don't need anything else. Totally. And so you get married and you're like, okay, now I don't need any of my friends anymore. Totally. And so what you do is you find completeness and you're like, okay, now I'm good. I can kind of cut all these away. And then you sever yourself from community and the body. And I've seen it. Like yeah. people will get Same. married and then they bam, disappear. they're gone. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because totally. you're like you discon- you voluntarily disconnected yourself totally. from a, from a body that you need support from, and it just misrepresents the love of Jesus. You know, because yeah. I mean, the two greatest commands: love Him most, so I can love others best. So essentially, you you know, look at Matthew 22, and then you look at John 13. So essentially, I'm supposed to love you just like I love myself because I've been loved by him. Mm-hmm. No less, no greater. And I'm supposed to treat you in that regard because we're siblings in the faith and we get to determine how deep we go in friendship as brothers in the faith. And so I'm supposed to look at you and see you through the mind of my father to give the love away to you that I've received from him mm-hmm. so we can live in togetherness. Mm-hmm. But if I'm influenced by the culture and narrative of the world, or even like churchianity in one sense, where there's a hierarchy of romance over anything else, then I will, I will choose to live my life outside of how I was created to. And, and as a result, I will neglect relationship that I was created for and miss out on all the wonderful opportunities and amenities that come with living in togetherness with people, Mm -hmm. whether you're single or married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just believe we have to do a better job at teaching people how to live in relationship, kingdom relationship, community, friendship with other believers, yeah. you know, cause when we get to, when, when heaven is manifest completely, you're not married to your spouse. You know, there is mm-hmm. no marriage on the new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem. We're all siblings and we're married to King Jesus. It's a very interesting dynamic. And so if we don't, if we don't get back to understanding what it means to live in togetherness on the earth, whether you are single or married, but not treating one greater than the other, if we don't get back to that, then we aren't really setting ourselves up for success yeah. to pave way for the king. Especially to if we're trying to have that concept of field of heaven on earth. Yeah. So like, if we're all going to be siblings in heaven, then we're all siblings now if we're going to have heaven totally. on earth. So that's the first step. hundred um, percent. And we should treat each other that way yeah. in love, you know, yeah, we should. But if you have, uh, if you don't have the proper perspective of of God and mm-hmm. the nature of God being the essence of love yeah. in its entirety, then you will have a difficult time living in relationship with people. Like mm-hmm. I've seen people, you know, different pastors and leaders, you know, post on their Instagram or their Twitter, you know, me, my wife, and Jesus over everything, and it's like, uh, skirt. That is not the yeah. truth of who He is, who Jesus is, or what He has accomplished for us, or what He's commanded us to do. 
that is a wrong viewpoint and that's been influenced by culture. Yeah, so you just threw a big bubble out there, so I'm a I'm a I'm a pop it really quick, and I'm gonna say, um, right, like before you get into what friendship is, like I guess at the very lowest level, so level one friendship, right, right, Tracy, level one. Friendship. Where do where do we start? Level one. Oh, conversation. Cool. I mean, the commonality between you and me, or me and another believer, is Jesus. You know, so you have the commonality being Christ our bridge, our door, our, our mediator, uh, our well, our everything. So we have, we have Christ as the absolution of, of relationship and that uniquely and automatically bonds us yeah. well, hold because up. we're in one, we're well, one in spirit. Because okay, we can only talk about Jesus at church though. So hold up. Like, yeah, you're right. So how do we have friendship out of church though? Oh, yeah, gosh. Um, Yeah, I'd say that that automatically bonds us, the fact that we have oneness in Christ. Now, the second step is conversation. Okay. I get to to intentionally spend time with you and get to know who you are as a person. Okay. And cultivate friendship. So, yeah, so I think when it comes to friendship, um, okay, so conversation, right? Jesus-centered. Being right. intentional. It's not Jesus centered in the conversation. Right. It's Jesus centered in our heart. Yes. So we're just aware, we're aware and in tune to the fact that Jesus is in the room. He's present. He's there. Yep. Um, all the time, right? So him being there means that not like he's watching us and being like, okay, make sure you do a good, a good job. Totally. But he's actually there to help us. Yeah. Through it. Yeah. You know. So I I feel like I always had a different perspective on that. Like, hey, Jesus in the room watching me. I need to make sure that I love my brother mm. the correct way. But it's actually that. I can't, out of my own love, my brother the right way. I have to, out of Jesus' love. Totally. So it, they, totally. they come in like correspondence. And so I don't, and, and I think a lot of, I think I'm confused relationship with amount of time I spend with somebody. Right. Versus I know for a fact, like now, that if our relationship was only a lot of 15 minutes a week or 20 minutes a week, I could probably have a better relationship with that person who I spend 20 than who I spend five hours a week with, Mm -hmm. you know? And simply it's the first level of like friendship. It's like, I mean, you hear it in psychology, like you have levels, like hierarchy of needs. And like the most important thing to do is like express my needs towards you. And like, Hey, like that gets into an interesting topic. Yeah. Should you have needs? Should you have needs? (laughs) I think you should have needs in a relationship in the sense like, this is what I need for us to have in a relationship of like, I need us to communicate in this relationship. But what about love? Does love have needs? Well, if we're to become love, does love actually have a need for anything? Because if I'm becoming love and I'm operating from a place of knowing that I've been loved, therefore I can give love away. Do I actually need something from you for me to be okay? Or can I just love yeah. you where you uh, are? Maybe, maybe you're making you? what I'm saying too complicated, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying like, Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. Okay. I, told, I told you what you're like, saying. Like, hey, um, like if we're going to be like we're friends yeah. and you express what you like, it's important to express what you see in a relationship. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Call it needs. Call it express yourself. Call have an open, Just, honest conversation. Yes, for sure. So you need to have an honest conversation and say like, hey, you know, I'd love if we just didn't talk about this or, if you know, like we don't have too much time. Like I'd mm-hmm. love to just be effective with our time and just talk about really how your day is going. I know you're saying it's good. You know, or, you know, if you're say you're going to come to coffee, like, I'd love if you just showed up on time. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and I, and I've noticed that like, we don't express what we, what we need because that's what we need in a relationship. So Mm. there is, it is important to express the fact that we do need honesty in relationship. Totally. Cause I hear that. Yeah. You know, I think that's an important need to have is like, Hey, like I just don't, let's not lie to each other while we're interacting. Right. That's a need I have in a relationship. Yeah. Um, let's not waste each other's time. That's also a need mm-hmm. because then you're just going to be like, well, that was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like we just, um, you know, like sometimes you'll get a, you get coffee with someone and like, you know, their motive is just to like ask you these questions and it's like, well, can we actually do relationship right now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not, so it's not that I need affirmation from you. Right. I don't need <clears throat> physical touch. I don't need, like uh, all the, I don't the need love gifts. languages. Yeah, yeah. Not love. So you're not expressing the need of, so yeah. You're not expressing love language. You're just expressing your needs and standards to have in a relationship. And I think that's important Mm -hmm. because that raises the bar for how we live life with each other. Now, if someone falls short of that, you're not going to be upset, but it's like, it's like, let's shoot for this. And if we don't get it, that's fine. 
mm-hmm. but I think that leads us into better relationship. Maybe, what do you think? I, I don't entirely disagree. Um, I would say, <clears throat> I think what I'm learning right now when it comes to friendships and relationships as I continue in them is because the whole premise for us is to be the love of Jesus yeah. on the earth and to fully become love in every way, shape, and form. And so <clears throat> my, only, my only debt to you, I mean, Romans 13, 8, the only debt I owe you is to love you and to love you well and to love you to the degree and ability that I've been given to do so, which is actually just like Christ. Mm-hmm. So that just me, that, that really, it entails placing your interests above mine. It really just entails considering you better than I consider mm-hmm. myself, if not more so being patient, being kind. You look at like all of the attributes of love. Like sometimes if I kind of get frustrated with the friend, if I'm like in my natural way of thinking, getting frustrated, I'll look at first Corinthians 13 and put my name in place of the word love. And then it helps me understand how I'm to operate with any person I'm in relationship with. Cause I think the great thing about loving someone and loving people well is really love brings revelation, you know? So now because I'm loving you, even if you're not in a certain place and even if we, we, you know, there are, there might be uncommunicated expectations per se. If I yield that and I just begin to see you in the mind of Christ, the way that I was created to, and I love you the way that I was created to, that will bring revelation to you and how to give love in return, because now you become awakened to what's been placed inside of you, which is, which is perfected love. Mm -hmm. And so now there's like a mutual exchange of back and forth of just two people loving each other well, because they've been loved by him. And we know that we've been loved by the Lord. So that's kind of where I'm living in my life right now in that vein of, okay, well, I am just going to function as love and, and love really doesn't seek its own actually ever. And so now I'm not looking for you to be anything other than who you are in Christ. And my responsibility and commitment to you is to help you become aware of that by loving you and by engaging in conversation and by maybe challenging a thought that you might've had or just living life with you. I mean, even, even in essence, sometimes I believe this too. Like sometimes my lifestyle lived with you is, is a lot. It speaks a lot louder and speaks volumes than the words I could ever communicate to you. At Um, at least, at least in a Western. Yeah. In a Western world, Western world where communication is actually, we over communicate. We do. And then over express, over communicate and we under deliver, over react. hundred percent. We over promise under deliver and we live there. And then we're surprised when we don't have. Well, the evidence of that is actually (laughs) post-election. Everybody's going to be really quiet for the next four years. There will be some, there's going to be some who are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So no one will be as expressive, you know, right, right, right. It's seasonal. Just like get into conversations about politics. No, probably (laughs) not. I I've actually talked about politics probably like, not, I, I love politics. Not, not directly tied to a candidate, but right. like more of like kingdom of heaven. How, how should totally. we push that? Yeah. I love talking about yeah. politics. I think, I think believers should be in politics. I think so too, but not in the way that we think they should be. I think that a believer should manifest the kingdom of heaven and the not, government yeah. of heaven. Into and it's the not defined by policies, right. actually. It's, you I actually mean, don't even need to be in government and pass a single policy to bring heaven to government. You don't. At all. It's great if you but pass if you a policy. Are, it's great if you pass a policy. Totally. If you are there, then do it. But that if shouldn't be the, mo- there, the motivation is not to pass a policy. No. Because the policy won't change anything. Because I talked about this. Absolutely it was, not. We can abolish human trafficking, right? Or No, okay, let's say this. You can abolish abortion, but abortion will still exist. Because 100%. it's the spirit of abortion. That's why it exists. Not because the law says we can do abortion. Right. Like those who are influenced by the spirit will still do it. Regardless that's why, of if a policy That's passed. why in the Middle East, you still have co-hanger abortions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obviously not allowed to do it. But people like, will still do it's it. It's prohibited, but people will still find a way. 100%. So the policy will not... You know, it's great to have the policy. If we can have it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But that's like level one, lowest <coughs> tiers, voting. That's yes. like the lowest form of involving ourselves in the kingdom of heaven is just casting a vote. There's more than just Yeah, that, yeah. You know? I would agree with that. Yeah. It comes yeah. down to like prayer. It comes down to fasting it comes down to casting out demons it comes to loving your neighbor it comes down to actually praying and blessing the people who you don't agree with honoring parties it goes it's very deep it's it's very very widespread totally it does it does come back to love i mean Mm -hmm. it really everything everything hinges on love yeah like maybe we just need some lovers of jesus who will sneak into one of the parties that they don't agree with and just 
hey, incognito. Love them into the kingdom. Under discover, like undercover, praying for people, and they don't even express their political views. Absolutely. So that's one thing that I liked about Jesus was he had zealots, he had Sadducees, he had Pharisees, he had just you know your your Jews. And yeah, the Judaizers. Yeah, and then you had, uh, was that everything? Yeah, that was everything. I mean, you had like the common Jewish leader. Yeah. So he had, a, and, Romans, and Romans, and yeah, Romans. So like he had, think about it. They're all different, different from different governments, mm-hmm. different religion, different views. Yeah. You know, different perspectives. And they all surrounded him. And how hard is that to do now? Like you have a religious leader today, like a religious leader, anyone who, you know, just anyone yeah. who's influential yeah. and you can't even get two different parties to follow that person. Right. And so, um, is it necessarily that like, I don't know, we should be able, like, I think that it's possible to attract all people, but yet for whatever reason, our lives sometimes attract this, this party only right. and not the other. Right. So I think there's a disconnect there. And how we how we convey our lives. That's actually a good segue back into friendship because that just that gets into a whole kind yeah, of like because it's been on my heart actually recently. Like attract. I actually want to see more friends in my life that disagree with me on a political level, mm-hmm. because I'm not here to attract a political party. I'm here right. to attract people, right? Sons and daughters, and it's like Bring I don't want to attract, you know, I don't know, like the same thing over and over and over. I want to be open to every type of person, mm-hmm. every mold, every country. Like I don't want to be built for one type of person. Right. You know, cause that's not love. Love right. is not built for one person. Right. So, right. I agree with that. Yeah. Do you, would you say that you're a good friend? I would say that, uh, yeah, I would say that I'm a good friend. Mm-hmm. I would say that, um, being a good friend is actually just consistently wanting to be a good friend. <laughs> Yeah. 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 It's (laughs) true. The intention. Um, like I don't think if you make a mistake in friendship, that means you're not a good friend. Right. Um, because it really comes down. I started to realize that just because someone made a mistake or did something to hurt you or messed up, totally did something that affected your life, right? Like, say you have a friend and they affect your life or maybe you don't even know them. The chances are they actually didn't do it to hurt you, Mm -hmm. but instinctively, in my subconscious or in my mind, I'm like, oh, they did this to hurt me. Yeah. And so coming down to this new perspective of like, no one actually will do anything, is not doing anything to hurt me. They're not doing this to hurt my business. They're not doing this to hurt my reputation. It's actually, they just don't know any better. Totally. And there's a wrong belief system that's attached to that, yeah. that decision that has they made. nothing to do with them at all. Mm-hmm. Has all to do just with how they see things, mm-hmm. which is actually also not their fault. Right. You know, to a degree. Cause like you have to take responsibility for the way that you perceive, even if you're, if you're correct or incorrect. So like, for instance, if I, if I hurt you and I, I did not know, but you express that to me, even if my thinking is wrong, I'm going to take responsibility for you feeling hurt by something I did and apologize because I care about you more than I care about being right. I have to care, but they, I mean, they don't have to, they don't, they don't have to. Right. But I, I right. should. I think the real way to say it is just like, if you know better, then yes, you do have the responsibility, but they don't know any better. So it's totally. like, think about it this way. Yes, yes, like, I see what you're saying. Yes. Like in a political level, you go up to someone who says, I agree with abortion, and you tell them, hey, that's wrong. In their head, they have no idea what you're saying because they right. lack, they have a different moral compass, right? Mm-hmm. In their eyes, they're like, this is actually the best decision. I'm actually protecting people. So you have to look at it this way. Like, they're doing what they think is actually the most morally ethical way to do something. That's yes. actually in their eyes. They think this is actually for the for the better good of everybody. Mm-hmm. So you can't. And so that's where the disconnect comes. Mm-hmm. You know, like we approach people and you're like, this is your intention. But actually we're way off on their intention. 100%. We, we can't judge that. We doubt the <clears throat> intentions of people. Like mm-hmm. someone comes late to the meeting like, bro, why are you late to dinner? It's like. Why are you trying to waste my time yet? Why don't we just dial it back a little bit and like, okay, well maybe they got caught, caught up at work. Right. Maybe. maybe but love does confront. And I think like, even if someone doesn't know, yeah. then it's good for us well, to and that's where just coming and asking. lovingly, like lovingly confront by asking a question. Well, yeah. When you ask, you're going to find out the truth. Yes. And like, 
um like you're gonna find out oh okay yeah that's 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 yeah, a re- yeah, like, it's reasonable. I understand that yeah that makes sense yeah so and i yeah so most of most friendship issues i think are caused from miscommunication again like it goes back to that thing you don't have it because you don't ask for it so like if we don't ask for the truth we won't get the truth and so in relationships one thing that happens is we never get into deep relationship because we're getting offended constantly at one another mm-hmm. like you did this i did this mm-hmm. so remember like now when i try to get in deep relationships like this will get brought up or this will get brought up. You're actually dealing with a lot more issues Mm -hmm. than you do when you're just passively friends with someone Mm -hmm. because you're actually learning to become friends with someone. You're actually understanding them. You're like, oh, that did make me feel that way. I'm going to express that to them. And now you actually have really strong relationships in short periods of time because you're actually communicating, Mm -hmm. you know, just like in, I'm not married. You're not married, but just like, Married to the Lord. You're married to the Lord. So, <laughs> As are you. <laughs> well, it's true. So I, I'm married to the Lord. I'm going to use that. Um, like I am honest and open with, with Christ. And like I express when I feel a certain way mm-hmm. or how this made me feel or what I'm thinking or how I'm processing. And I might even be wrong when I say it. But he's not asking for the perfect truth for me. He's just asking for my truth for me and expressing that to him and being honest with him. And then he'll correct it or change it or mold it. Totally. So again, like with friendship, you know, we think that people want the perfect truth from us, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just need to like almost share how you feel with the need to not be right. But it's just simply to say, this is how I feel. I'm not trying to be right. I just think it's important that you know, so we can foster and develop a really healthy relationship because communication is important. Because then you know where I'm at. I know where you're at. And now we can actually navigate through this and be like, okay, let's build this up. And I think that's too with like discipleship or maybe, yeah. you run a, maybe you run a company and you have employees and they're like, if you don't give them room to share, then you'll never grow because <clears throat> they may have, may have this perspective like, hey, like, um, are you, they, they may think you're frustrated at them. They may think you want to fire them. Right. Because there's this unspoken thing going on. Totally. And then it messes up everything. It helps you. It prepares you for for marriage in one sense if you desire to be married. You know, learning how to communicate, learning how to be consistent, learning how to be constant, learning how to just essentially care. That does prepare you to one day be a spouse. I mean, I think that if you want to be a good spouse, learn how to be a good friend. Um, because that is the breeding ground for stepping into a romantic relationship. Why are you looking at me Tracy. with that face? <laughs> Tracy, do you want to be married? Do I want to be married? Yes. Yeah, one day for sure. Okay, great. I have some listeners from Israel, actually. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> lovely. Um, but anyway, back back to the, <laughs> the topic at hand. Um, but I ha- my, this podcast is international, bro. I love it. It should be. Everyone should be listening to this if podcast. If you're listening to this, Tracy wants to get married. One day, but I'm not. One day. I'm so not, tomorrow works. I'm not out searching. I'm not out searching. I'm just enjoying life with the people. <clears throat> it's okay. You don't have to search when they're going to search. Okay. They're going to look for you. Look you up well, on, on Google. Praise the Lord. Look him up on Google. <laughs> You're Tracy. ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Bro, let's get, you on, uh, let's get you on The Chosen. Dude, I would love to be on The Chosen. Yeah. That'd be fun. Let's I know a couple. Of, I talked to a few of the actors that were on it. Oh, so you're basically on it. You're getting. That's not the same wins, thing. Uh, maybe you can get on season three. Maybe. You know, Simon, the guy that helped Jesus carry his cross, was black. So, Bro, that's for it's you. Actually, in scripture, it says Simon the black man. You were act- <laughs> Bro, what about the Ethiopian... Uh, oh, eunuch? Yeah. That, uh, was it, that be, Philip, that Philip you, uh, he, led to the Lord and baptized? Do you, you want to be that guy? Sure. Why not? Illiterate and... Actually, well, he was... He was not... He was... He was, he was not illiterate at all. He was actually very, <laughs> very literate. He was just learning how to read uh, just a scroll. Uh, thank you for correcting me. How dare you call that man illiterate? <laughs> you know what? You get to hey, I man. just call it how I see it. You're ridiculous. Not how it is, but how I see it. And then, well, you know, hey, friendship will call you higher. Yeah. You know, you challenge each other. You sharpen each other. I mean, Jesus said, John 15, 13, no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. Come on. And he said one's friends, which is very interesting. He didn't say one's spouse. So that really kind of, yeah, kind of in one sense can debunk the myth that marriage is more important. Of course, your spouse can be your friend, 
but she's not your friends. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? Um, so I just. That no soul is greater than another soul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, They're I mean, there's King Jesus and we are kings under the king. Yeah. And so we live in community in togetherness <clears throat> on purpose because of love, the foundation of the kingdom. Come on, build that kingdom of love up, Tracy. Let's go. Let's you just go. gotta just become love. I mean, when you become love, when you function in and as love, then really you are functioning like Christ yeah. on the earth. And so I'm just there to love you and help awaken you yeah. to what's already in you and then continue journeying through life with so you. So tell me about this kingdom of love in Ventura. What sets it apart from other communities? Because you're there, right? So you wouldn't be there. there if it wasn't good. That's true. That's so, true. I love Ventura. So my, my life was radically changed in so Ventura. Tell me. What the, tell me about the kingdom of love. I mean, you just in have Ventura, you just have a ton of people in Ventura, a, yeah. LA Ventura that are just living life together on purpose. You know, we're being intentional about living life together, we're being cool. intentional about calling each other higher, we're being intentional about experiencing the Holy Spirit together, we're being intentional yeah. about uh, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, breaking bread together. Yeah. We're, we're practicing the acts to, um, lifestyle. Yeah. Let's just practice some friendship. You want to honor a couple people you're friends with right now on the mic? Just honor oh, them. Just do absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, I probably would go down a list of do, so yeah, many dude, We have people. some time. We have some time. You know, I would say, all, I mean, all of my, my closest we gotta, and dearest We got to pad the podcast up so it's longer. That's true. So. That's true. You got, yeah. you got Carter Howard. I love Carter Howard. Yep. He is like a brother to me. Also, um, same time. I, I, yes. Were, you we guys did the, the Bible college yep, at the same we played time. Halo. That's After true. Bible college, That's we true. Halo three. He's incredible. I mean, he's probably one of my favorite communicators, but also one of my all time favorite. Great people. communicator. Fantastic. He's a good Chad. He is. He's a great Chad. He is. He is. Uh, one of my best friends, Caden Boyd. He's also like a brother to me. He's Do a. I, know, I don't think he's a I'm really be- close friend of mine. I mean, again, he's like he's like family. Um, he he's an actor out in L.A. as well and loves Jesus with his everything. He's fantastic. Mark Callen. <laughs> One Yo. of my best friends, just a a gift. Yeah, I mean that man is just a gift from the Lord. I went to high school with Mark. I know you both came to the Bible college together. Yup. You know, so that didn't, was pretty. Cool. Didn't graduate together. You did not, <laughs> but you did it. But we you were in the were same room. There, Mark. Mark is probably um, the most unique person you'll meet. I call him Martian Mark. Yeah, he's not from here. It abs- well, he literally, you know how in Hebrews where it talks about the the prophets of old that they lived um, as if they did not belong to this realm or Whoa. world? That is absolutely yeah. Mark Even Fallon. in how he looks, like not, not physical. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Wait. In how he looks, Mark, you look like a Martian, bro. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mark's a pretty handsome guy. Yeah, it's not normal. It so, shouldn't be I mean, he's here. like really good looking. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of like you, bro. Thank you. Come on. Come, come on. on. Arden. Arden is a uh, Arden Bevere. Another close, really close yeah. friend. One of my best friends. Let's go back to this Martian thing. Though. Like, uh, no, you, you're <laughs> asking me to go through the list of guys. I got to go through the list. Now I'm okay, thinking about okay, the, okay. uh, Abe Durkin. Another one. Just, uh, oh, Abe, Mexico. Abe, the evangelist. Yeah. He is incredible. There is no one like him. He's he out lead. there. Tijuana, right? Yeah. He's, He's just, just bringing heaven to earth. Yep. Oh my gosh. It's wonderful. Yep. Um, Gosh, Riley Silva, close friend of mine, Jeremy Nordman, Ian Merzwinski. Okay, let's just cut it off because now you know, you're just throwing I'm, out names. I'm well, no, okay, these are all guys <laughs> I'm super duper close with. Zach Flores, bro. Okay, we gotta stop. This isn't Timmy Drak <laughs> over here. Yeah, Timmy. Timmy is gonna be. Uh, but I gotta give a shout out to Vic. Vic Fomenko. Who's, who's that, bro? Vic. Who is that? Vic single handedly. He's probably one of the most impactful people and influential people in my life. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he is a friend, a close friend, but also a mentor. Also, we lived a lot of life together. I worked for him. I mean, when he got like set on fire, that just translated to me. And I like was awakened because of of Vic's awakening. Yeah. So I can never, ever. One of the most profound things I've ever heard him say is let's flip this flipping flipper. So profound. Or like, you know, let's throw a few dead dogs in there. Yeah. You know, are you picking up what I'm putting down? (laughs) Classic. Yeah, we can Vic. just list off all the. There cheesy are a lot of sayings of Vic that you just kind of think, "Where did you, huh?" Yep. Um, but so, I, yeah, there's there's legendary a lot of, teacher right there. A lot of a lot of legendary people teacher in my life. Yeah, there are. I'm grateful. The thing, the cool thing about Ventura in LA is 
people are being awakened to the beauty of the kingdom. Yeah. That's one thing about friendship too, is like when you can look at someone and you're excited about how they're going to age. Yes. And you're like, man, they're going to age well. I can't wait to know them, to still know them right. when they're when they're 30, when right. they're 35, when they're totally. 40. Um, just it, people just develop so well. Yeah. And like, it's kind of like that when you're like, you leave high school and then you run into that high school person when you do and they're like, yep. whoa, you're totally. different. Yeah. Totally. They definitely don't recognize me. Totally. And uh, it's just this it's the way whole, different like, thing friendships for reasons seasons and lifetimes kind of concept because they're all they all serve such a grand purpose yeah. um and they're all like very unique to your life where in whatever journey of life you're on but you can't discount how necessary they are and how excited you are to be in it when you're in it but also how grateful you are for it if you're no longer in it and what you did learn and also implementing that into the relationships you're in now with people that you're still continuing mm-hmm. with they just all serve like wonderful purposes, mm. you know. Okay, love it, bro. That's I love good. You, we're not. I'm not wrapping this. Up. Okay, good. I'm I was just, just. I didn't. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I loved you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> love you back, bro. Timmy's over there. Like, Times ten million. I guess. No, this uh, is fun. I love. I love this conversation. Bro, we're not done. Why are I you know, wrapping it up? I'm not <laughs> wrapping it up. I'm just <laughs> emphasizing that this should be a topic that we talk about kingdom relationships. Yeah, it's just more you're often. like unwinding the conversation. Like no, we can keep <laughs> listening. I can talk for hours. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can talk for hours. I'm, I absolutely. I'm, I'm can. pretty confident of that. I absolutely. It would be can. like, he's like, "Hey, house meeting, one a.m." I'm like, "Call me. I'm trying to sleep." I was like house meeting 1 a.m. A house meeting at 1 a.m. <laughs> you must it, definitely I mean did. like 11 is no, 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 you must definitely you have called one at 1 a.m. Did I? I'm pretty confident you did. There might have okay, there might be a chance I did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was necessary then. Listen, I was only functioning from what I knew then. Yeah. You know, what I knew now, I knew then. You might not have left. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Yeah, I'm honestly, totally kidding. Tracy, if you did better, I might not have left. Gosh, I set myself up for that one for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Totally uh, even if you did get it, it probably would have left still. But <laughs> listen, you are thriving <laughs> right now in life, my friend. I uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so when's the book coming out? Hey, believer. Yeah, I don't know, but that's really interesting that you asked that. I've kind of been thinking through that, been talking with some people about it. So we'll Legit. see. We'll see what happens. Come on. Right now, I'm more so focused on acting still and and all that great jazz, and then. Yeah. Going you gotta around put on and a good church face when you're at Jesus. service. Say what? Yeah, you gotta put a good church face on. That's the definition of you're asking me to perform. hypocrites. Yes, actors. Well, that's true. So, to like some I, degree, to a lot of degree, maybe. <laughs> you know, we're hired to to do this job. That's funny. Segue. A lot of people we're just hypocrites when it comes to friendship. We're just acting. Which is terrible. We should yeah. not be acting. You should be authentic and genuine yeah. in friendship. What does that look like? Being authentic and genuine in friendship? Yeah. Well, those are those are some buzzwords you threw out there. What yeah. does that actually mean? It actually means to live life openly, to have honest dialogue about what might be happening in your life and your thinking, what you're believing for, what you're expectant for. If there is an issue taking place, what okay. we can be really just believing that either you change your mind about or that you come out of, you know, or the circumstance shifts or you're just thinking about the circumstance shifts. So I would say that is more so a little bit of what it means to live authentic and, and really known in relationship. Mm. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the first point you made originally, which was communication or like conversation in one sense. Yeah. Okay. So like, what is the pinnacle of friendship? What is the pinnacle of friendship? What's the pinnacle? Jesus. What's that tip top? Jesus, Jesus? is the pinnacle of all relationships. Okay, what does that look like? Because most people don't have a relationship with Jesus. So what does relationship with Jesus look like? Do we know that most people don't have a relationship with so, Jesus? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I would say so. Hmm. Otherwise, um, the world will be flipped already. It's flipping. It's flipping. So. So. It's good. But what you said, what does a relationship with Jesus look like? Or what does friendship like Jesus look like? Which one did you ask? Both? You tell me, Tracy. <laughs> you tell me. I mean, hey. I thought look, we came on this podcast to have a here, conversation. Here. I will, I will, friendship, <laughs> friendship like Jesus looks like love. I mean, I'll use one example. You look at like uh, love 
covering a multitude of offenses. Let's break down love. For instance. Sorry, let's break down yeah. love. Can you break down can you break it down? Love is Christ. Christ is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't seek its own. You know, it's not easily angered. There are all these different characteristics that embody the essence of love yeah. that Christ modeled in relationship. But you look at how, like, you know, if love doesn't overlook an offense. You look at when Peter betrayed Jesus. I mean, Jesus and Peter were right by each other. They were near each other when the rooster crowed. Then Jesus looks Peter right square in the face and doesn't say anything. And then, of course, walks essentially to his death. Then he restores Peter and never brings up ever again that Peter betrayed him. I mean, that's pretty. Oh, I that's like a that. Pretty uh, that's significant um, representation of what it means to live life covering offenses of others who might have wronged you. You know, you look at the prodigal son story, it's the same thing. You can utilize that parable. I mean, the father never mentions <clears throat> that the son squandered his inheritance. The father never mm -hmm. mentions that the son lived a, a life of debauchery and pretty, pretty much full-blown sin. He never mentions word. that. So <clears throat> I just think love, one, it covers, and two, it just reflects who you already are in Christ mm -hmm. in a natural way because you were created mm -hmm. to reflect mm -hmm. that. Interesting. Um, you said love, it covers. Yes, that's that's good. It covers. You got to create that safe environment for people to fail or mess up. Totally. Or the, yeah, yeah, you can. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I'm not we're not I'm not going to anticipate that they're going to, but well, nothing's if they wrong do, with, but nothing's wrong with failing. Totally, but I'm not going to anticipate that they're going to fail. Because why we've like bought into an idea that failure has to be a part of the like journey is that actually true? Or maybe we took that failure is a bad thing. If it's done in a safe place, how's it a bad thing? It just well, means I'm you're saying growing, I'm saying right? that I'm not anticipating that you fail in life, but if you do fail, I'm going to cover you because I love you. But I'm not hoping, hey, you're going to fail and learn because that's just a part of how life functions. I don't believe that's necessarily true. However, if it does happen, I'm going to love you, cover you, and pick you right back up the way that we we should, and then just continue walking with you because that's what love uh -huh. does. Yeah. That's what, in my eyes, that's <laughs> friendship. You know? Okay, C.S. Lewis, great example. I mean, C.S. Lewis has some of the, the most fantastic quotes yeah. and thoughts and about he friendship. And cigars. He totally did. Um, but one of my all-time favorite quotes by C.S. Lewis is this quote, and he says that friendship is, um, is probably the, the, the essence of worldly goods. It's one of the best. It, it is the best of worldly goods. Uh, and it's his chief happiness of life, in his opinion. Mm -hmm. And his advice to any young person is to sacrifice everything they have to live near their friends because he is most fortunate in that respect. I think that's true. I love it. I don't believe that is that is uh, a an ethereal thought or something crazy. I mean, it is a chief happiness of life, living in friendship with people. Mm -hmm. Why not? Okay. Interesting. I love it. Agree with everything you said. <laughs> everything you said. Um, I appreciate. When did you become a fanboy for C.S. Lewis? I saw you went to like a light, a library, a light yeah. post, or what was that light? Oh, post? the lamp. Like was a that a joke? Post? Uh, was that sort actually C.S. Lewis's light? I mean, post? that lamp post is in London. Oh, okay. C.S. Lewis one. Oh, okay. I've always loved C.S. Lewis, random. but I think there's been even more of like a. I love. I have like more of a hunger to learn more about like the early church fathers, the early church revivalists, different scholars. Um, Dang, Timmy lived. gave you that? That book? He gave you that bug? The early church bug? No, 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 no. He didn't, but he's on it. I heard Timmy's fathering you though. He, he talks about it. Does he? Yeah, he's I love like that. I'm fathering Listen, Tracy. I am open to learning and growing <laughs> regardless. You know, I can learn from a yeah. kid, not Timmy, but children. I can learn from a child. So we should. Timmy's actually sitting here. He is. And you're calling, you're like calling him. Listen, well, the biggest lesson you can, the biggest thing we can learn in life is to always remain teachable no matter what. Yeah. Always. And that, at the end of the day, we're all kids. We are. We're yeah. all children. And I'm a quick plug for Timmy. If anyone's oh. trying to be fathered, he's your guy. Hit me up. Listen, I'll Timmy is an incredible discipler. Yep. I can say that for, yep. for a fact. Yep. He yep. disciples he's, well. He's going to write some books. He so absolutely will. He's going to write, he's going to teach, uh, he's going to speak, he's going to do incredible He's going to ruffle things. some feathers. Own some businesses. Come on. That Come man, on. destined for greatness. Yep. Absolutely. As are you. He said, yeah, I love it. I'm going to write books? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, I think, I think I'll write a book. I think you're brilliant. I'm going to call it 
heresy is the new truth, and I'm gonna have Timmy <laughs> write my forward. You could do that. Yeah. There I'm, are a lot of hey, listen. There are a lot of truthful. I mean, Jesus is truth, and when you look at like all of the minutia of statements that Jesus made, even in modern day society today, people would likely deem it heretical. Which. Sure. We put a lot of stock in Paul and less stock in the truth of Jesus. Oh, um, and oh I'm trying we, to follow that heresy. And and Paul, but even people have like a, a very wrongful view of a lot of Paul's teachings yep. because Paul only reiterated, but in a bit more detail, what Jesus communicated. He he, he focused it on specific yes. subcultures yep. that were made in, made, they might not have even been the main culture of that society. It mm -hmm. was just like a subculture within a church. hundred percent. And by church, it was just a body of people. Yep. It was a bunch so of house churches. founded on a lot of yeah. things and a lot of statements Jesus yeah. made, but we put a lot of stock in Paul as if Paul is a pinnacle for a new creationism and humanity. And just cause he talks, he's, he's, he's just in so much of the new Testament. Mm -hmm. So you, cause we perceive, uh, amount as the context for, higher truth because yes. that it's more it's, it's true, more yeah. persistent yeah but think about it this way like the life of jesus was rewritten in four different perspectives right four mm -hmm. in the bible so there yeah. were four books made for one person's life yeah and how they walked it and the miracles and it wasn't even all of them like no. there are so many accounts yeah so if we look at it that way like if you really do want to base it on amount like there's not four rewritings of uh true of anything that Paul wrote. Right. You know, no, it was all just to reiterate the life of Jesus um, to a specific set of people Absolutely. who have different perspectives. So a lot of times, like what he's saying to whatever, like church of Corinth, right. He's talking to their perspective. Mm -hmm. So and he's addressing a certain belief. He's being system. strategic mm -hmm. and intentional and Hol genuine. Holy smokes. He is. I yep. don't know why I said Holy smokes, but it just kind of fit the moment. Um, but he absolutely is. So I just think, I believe, not I think, because think would entail that I'm trying to formulate, but I believe that Jesus is absolute truth. He is perfect theology. If you desire to know how to function in any kind of relationship mm -hmm. in all of life, look at the life of Christ, yeah. study his life, listen to his words. His words reign supreme over yeah. everything, every, wow. every word, wow. every statement. It's the words of Jesus. Wow, Tracy. Wow, Israel. What are you passionate about? People. I love... Is that all? I love... I mean, I, I'm passionate about relationships. <laughs> I'm passionate about creativity. I love writing. I love yeah. acting. I'm passionate about teaching and, and setting the word and communicating just the word to people and helping awaken people to fullness that they already possess. Like, I'm passionate about that. I'm pretty... Probably, like, pastoral, per se. That would be in office. Yeah. If you want to call it one, but I'm definitely... That. How did you find all that out? Um, through it's a vague question, but I mean, Vic was pro Vic was a primary, um, yeah, uh, primary person that really saw that and called that out out of me. Also, Jude Senior, Jude Fuquay, yeah, uh, Senior, he did as well. A few other friends and yeah. time alone with. Do God. you think <clears throat> if people didn't call that out and you, do you think it would have took you longer? You think you would eventually found out or? I think eventually, I think I believe the Lord would have, I mean, he could have absolutely revealed it himself and he did to some degree, but he for sure used people. Cause he prefers like <clears throat> to I work through man, it, but yeah, everything I mean, God did, most things he, everything were through man, were through man. except for, I use this, except for the exception, exception of, of when it falls out of the sky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look Which at happens. like, but it, even like the splitting of the seed did through a man, totally. even, even the, totally. even the seven, fire from heaven, everything. Yeah. Even the seven plagues. Yes, through a, man through a man who stutters because he um, desires relationship in union. Yeah. You know, like I look at when when Lazarus was was resurrected, Jesus did something so profound and wonderful. He didn't go do this himself. He told the people to go unbind Lazarus. Like that was in, indicative of relationship community. Hey, we do this with each other. Hey, we do this for each other. Um, hey, we help set each other free. Uh, and so through the spirit of God in us together. So mm -hmm. I think like you see, no, I think I got to stop saying, I think, but I just, believe you see how wonderful it is. Hey, just from now on, anytime Tracy says he thinks he means he knows. I, yeah. yeah. Or I believe, <laughs> but you just, you see how right. wonderful that is. You see yeah. how like necessary yeah. community. So I, I love that. Anything, anything yeah. relational. But well, I'm it's likely, interesting if you use that, if you use that, that basis of everything Jesus does is through man, mm -hmm. that means 
you know, to fulfill, to fulfill that prayer of like, God, I'm in need of finances. He's going to do that through a man. hundred percent. And so God wants to partner with you to fulfill what someone is praying for. Totally. And in the same way in friendship, mm-hmm. people want to be friends with God and he wants to do that through a man in some ways. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there is that secret place aspect. Yes. But at the same time, he also wants to express his friendship and relationship through a man. Totally. I, I fully and by man, I mean that. woman. And yes. Both like both genders. It. Yeah. And he'll, he'll, he can do incredible supernatural things on his own. And we, we see that, but at the same time, it's, he desires to be, to be utilized and fu- he desires to function through mankind because it entails union. It entails dwelling. It entails companionship. It entails oneness. It entails family. Essentially, like you look at all of scripture from beginning to end, it's all about a father really just trying to get his kids back to him. And so you see just how uniquely crafted the word is when it comes to God being relational on all fronts. Like everything he did and does is relational. Hmm. Love it, bro. So is that you? That is it. Oh. Mark Callen's calling. We're going to... Sorry, Mark. Um, Okay. Because we're probably going to wrap up pretty soon. But uh, because you're a busy man, apparently. My phone is going (laughs) it's it's blowing up guys so just know the value behind this time that is taking place this is um valuable cool like what is god telling you in this season if we're gonna like wrap this up like what is the now word what is that word that now that like you want to express more than ever is it friendship or is there like a specific word you want to say right now see right now there's a few things that like in this life that we lead and live as believers, nothing is shy of wonderful with him. And also um, loving him most is everything. Those are like the two biggest things that are very simple. And yeah. there's like a lot to unpack in that. But we've so gotten away from the simplicity of, and we've so caricatured the love of Jesus where there needs to be some real understanding about what it means to be loved and then to love. I mean, First mm-hmm. John four nineteen. We love because he first loved us. And so that needs to be really reiterated in a way and to a degree where people fully can understand the love that's been given and the love that we get to give away. So mm. that's, that's what I'm learning. Wow. So how do people uh, connect with outlets for you who don't know you? Uh, like oh, how do you oh, express like, yourself? Oh, like, um, so, oh like Instagram. Okay, Instagram. So okay. I'm at Tracy J. I'll put Campbell. it in the, the I'll put it in the thing. Cool. And yeah. Hey Believer. Oh yeah. And and Hey, hey Believer. Believer at Hey Believer. Is there anything hey else? Dot Believer. No, that's it. Just at Hey Dot Believer and yeah. at Tracy. Hey J. Believer Campbell. is really cool. There's not too much like it. It's simple yet truth. Give them. Give them the truth. That'll set them free. It's Jesus. Yeah. You're like, man. When is Tracy gonna run out of ideas or like, oh. And then, bam, he pops out, not black, but a green background. And you're like, shoot, Tracy, you just changed the game. Oh, my god! And then he'll switch to purple. It's and true. then you're like, oh, man. Wow, and then sky blue. And then orange. Yeah, and then, like, if there was a song for Hey Believer, it just, it keeps on getting better. Come on. You better say that word. Yeah, you're like, oh, he dropped royal purple, and then the next week it's lavender purple. And you're like... <laughs> Fire. Oh my Fire. gosh. That is I don't funny. even care about what it says, the colors, the background. So bro. Funny. You were hilarious, um, bro. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on here. Yeah. This Anybody is wants to work for free for Tracy, come. Uh, no, no one needs to do that, but I appreciate it. But if they want to, okay. if God puts it on your heart to be like, hey, Tracy, let me just work for free for you for a year. Okay. And that's you. Okay. And you want to change the world. All DM right. Him. Well, interesting. Okay. Well, I'll receive it. Come yeah. on. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And then maybe somewhere along the line, he can pay you. Yeah, that's true. If you put in the hours. Okay. Well, let's just kind of stop right Faithfulness. there. Faithfulness. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you so much, thank bro, you. for having me on. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. You are incredible. Oh, thanks. is fantastic. And it's thanks. only going to get better as time thanks. continues. He only listens to the ones that have special guests on them. That now. is not entirely true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you just listen to the ones where it's just me and Sam, huh? I would want to listen. I'm, I am going to go listen to the ones uh-huh. with you and That's Sam. That's why I had to change the names. I used to say when there was a special guest, and now I just put clickbaity titles. Mm. Yep. It's all about the titles, guys. What should I title this one? Flavorful. Um, flavorful? No, no, no. Don't title this flavorful. That's a good <laughs> title. Flavorful. Uh, flavorful friendship? 
Friendship flavors. That's too much. They already know what it's about. It needs more clickbait. Uh, well, flavorful is pretty clickbait-ish. Okay. Well, give, well, give me the new heresy is the, the truth. Heresy is the new heresy truth. Heresy is the new truth. Should I do that? Or heresy is the truth. Well, I need a name. Mm, that's good. I don't know. Well, you're the create. This is your <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but the Lord said partner. So That's true. I you. gave you flavorful. I gave you flavor, flavorfully mm. friends. I am, yeah. Heresy is the new truth, but that, that would, doesn't really relate. No, it doesn't at all. Flavorful. I would just say life together. That's too easy. That's everything. Um, God. Um, hmm. 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 We're going to mull on this and just, just for we're gonna, a little bit. We're going to munch on this for a little bit. Munch Thank you guys for listening. For listening. Appreciate you um, all. I'll be back soon. I think we're doing another one. Yeah, we're we? going to do another one. Maybe five. We're doing five more. I got to get my money's worth. That's true. Okay, yeah. well, I'll come in every day. Better bang for my buck, you know? <laughs> That's true. Um, thank you, guys. Blessings. Love you uh, all. New new thing here. If you want to donate, come on. donate. But I'm also not begging for your money. So if you want to, uh, go for it. Um, I can put my... I'm going to put the cash up in the description. Go ahead. Yeah. Because we want to start flying people out. I mean, I'm glad to pay for it, but we're going to start flying people in, make this thing happen, and uh, start connecting with new communities. So thank you, guys. Uh, make sure to share and do that whole that whole thing. Yes, share, click, invite, continue. And, you ha- and if you happen to be a girl looking to be married. Timmy is not ready yet. But he is in that season of being groomed. He's still celibate. So, okay, but talking about Tracy, if if you feel the call of God on your life to DM him. No. Respond to that. <laughs> you, just, just, be, just be obedient to nope. the word. Okay. Thank you guys. Goodbye, you Amen. guys. Amen. God bless. Bye.